Hi there, this is John Falola. Thank you so much for joining me on today's broadcast of Seed Tribe Global Community. So today, you know, we just, we mentioned at the end of the, at the beginning of the month that we focused on government. So we've talked about servant leadership for the first two weeks of the month. For the rest of the for for the remaining two weeks, we're talking about personal leadership, uh, business leadership, career leadership, and gig economy leadership. So. I bring you God's word from Mark for Mark four nineteen. Look of Mark four. And he said to them, Come after me as disciples, letting me letting me be your guide. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. The word of the Lord. So basically, um what does this mean to you? How can a man just walk up to other man, another man and say, follow me and I'll make you better than you, what it is that you are today? And you're wondering what... I don't know if you've seen that in your practical uh, day-to-day interactions, that there are certain people that you meet in your life that once you meet them, they amplify your greatness. They amplify that in which you're supposed to be. And you get to become... Uh, your best around them those are your amplifiers those are people that you hang around and your life is made as a leader that is called to you so the way leadership works is this not everybody can lead you actually not everybody can provide leadership for you so once you find a connection with someone that the relationship is more like symbiotic like it works for you and, and it works for them that's a great one even when it doesn't work for them but it works for you that's also a proof that they are called to make you or probably make you better not every relationship or mentoring or coaching relationship is supposed to be an exchange of value some is as a result of giving back to society i learned that from a mentor who invested quality time you know helping me get back on track in life and he will say to me that this session we're about to have i already charged such amount of, of dollars if we're to be uh, my vip customers and all of that and it will tell me time is value time is your lifetime more like value it you know and for every moment, I was always prepared to ask questions. Even when I didn't have, I had to think before I speak. So it was so interesting that I could not just ask for anything or talk about anything. Because this was you having a conversation with a kingmaker. And, you know, kingmakers don't like people who are clingy, who are always asking. They expect people to just um, interact with them and experience them as an human being. Then those things can come along the line if it comes anyways. So it takes a kingmaker or probably another king to be able to identify potential of another king. So around the world today, we've realized that personal leadership is simply an individual taking initiative. So we'll be exploring that conversation today, whereby we'll be discussing what it takes to be a part, to, to be to have partner personal leadership in your life. Many people today just move around life 
with the statistics of what is happening they move with the frequency of what is trending they move with the frequency of anything that they feel they are comfortable with but in the real sense every one of us have that charismatic um personal leadership dimension that you can take initiatives you don't need to be coerced to make your own decision you can take your own initiatives that drives you towards whatever destination that god has preserved for you and i realize that there's always peace at the top it's only those that are interested it's always about personal leadership how disciplined you are how cautious you are how um careful you are with your decisions knowing that every decision has an as a direct consequences see you know a lot of the time we've been told a lie in a church and the lie is this um they tell you that because you are saved there are no consequences or, or people, people feel because they are under grace that there are no longer consequences for certain actions that they can always hide under the canopy of grace the same bible says that i think by apostle 4 that you can't say that grace will abound where sin abounds that means that the reason why there's grace is for you to be able to defeat sin so human nature has sin nature by default how do you stay above sin you stay above sin simply by appropriating grace that was shared on the cross of Calvary over your life I want to mean appropriation now. This has to do with the fact that you must leverage on that grace to become better as each day passes by. Not that you be telling yourself, this is how I am. This is how, you know, this is how I was created. No. The essence of a relationship with God is to renew your operating system every day. I mean, every man being has a, has a system. The way you think, the way your mind works, and the way you operate life, in life. So, you know the essence of prayer or communion with god or your quiet time meditations is simple or feasting on the world is simply to refresh your operating system such that you can be able to align your thoughts your mind your body and your life to god's perfect will so you know when the bible says my sheep hear my voice and they know me is because it takes a degree of personal leadership to know god's voice it takes a degree of trying to be friends with god to know god's voice and that is personal leadership so and this applies to all areas of your life a lot of people only move when others are moving some people move after others have moved some people move anytime they feel like moving anyways but that doesn't make them a bad person anyways it's just that everybody has a way to process things and information process how they live their lives and sometimes i don't know if you've noticed this you know you may be running at a different frequency and somebody else who is running at a slower frequency might see you might see you as an enemy not realizing that the the, the issue is that you are running a different spectrum of, of life so really sometimes timing is special or specially created for every individual your timing is different from the next person's timing your blessings are tailor-made to fit your house address your description your height your hair details you know god understand your need to the details that he knows how many hair that you have in your head so is that is it that same god that doesn't know that you need food today that doesn't know that you need to be catered for he knows you know sometimes your process of 
being in the valley is to refine you such that when you get to the top of the mountain, nothing can face you. You know, before this Mark 419 that we shared, the process of Christ's personal leadership dated back to while he was in his father's house, you know, uh, as a carpenter's son, he, he would work in the workshop. He was groomed for personal leadership. That is why even before he launched into his ministry, he went on 40 days and 40 nights fast. And this is not to say that is the description for anyone that wants to go into ministry. I'm just saying that for his own assignment, he understood what to do part time. So I know that in the kingdom, so many mysteries have been captured that once you leverage on it, so, uh, for most people, it works for them. For some people, it doesn't work for them. It's because those people that it doesn't work for, you are not created with corporate anointing. Or for corporate, you are created to understand how God works with you and for you. That's why people that know themselves, that understand themselves, that believe in themselves, thrive more than people who doubt themselves or who don't even know who they are. So the big question is this. For your personal leadership, who are you? Why are you here? What is this, what is the thing that you are supposed to do here? I know that principally or every woman is created to worship God. That's your primary purpose. Everything you do, your work, your family, your business, your recreation is supposed to glorify God. That's all. Then in his as a, as a part of the body of Christ, there's an assignment. You're supposed to add value to different mountains or different industries, different areas of life. That you, that you, you, are, you become an interpretation of God's person in your workplace, in the things you do, in the works of your hand. That is what Christianity is about. Christianity is not a state of the mind where you, you are given to idle thoughts. Let me give you a sure fact now. There's nobody that knew Christ that wasn't given to information or knowledge. There's nobody. Even the laymen, fishermen that knew Christ, how did they write the four Gospels? There's nobody that knew Christ that didn't get to the point where they sought more knowledge. Even when you are in a conversation or in a relationship with God, it is impossible for you to remain to remain redundant or stupid. There's always going to be fresh insights from God to you on the basis of a relationship that you have with Him. So, the essence why we pray is because you want to understand more about what you don't understand so that you don't malfunction. Prayer is not just a tool for asking, asking, asking. No, prayer is a tool for understanding your being, your existence, why you are here. That's personal leadership. Prayer is supposed to help you decipher your day, decipher your future, decipher your present, and how you connect to your future. So if you communicate with God in a certain way, it can be able to help you decode things that even when you are walking through fire, and in deep waters, you know that you will not sink. You know that you will not, that you come out stronger of everything that has been thrown at you. And most times, when you get to this level, people, people will tell you you are arrogant. People will tell you you are, you are cocky. But it's not that you are cocky. It's that you understand who you are. 
And sometimes confidence can make insecure people call you names that you are not. And your confidence at the same time can awaken the confidence of others to be expressive, to be able to become all that they can be in their lives. I've seen people that will rise to the occasion in their industries and there's a ripple effect of inspiration. And people will begin to do similar um, similar feats of achievement of the same person. For instance, look at the ripple effect of the leadership of um, Iwuda with the Kukaton in Nigeria. She broke a Guinness Book of Record and you can see the different people are beginning to realize that their cooking skills is not only for their kitchen, that it can actually bring them um, global acclaim. That is what leadership is about. As far as I'm concerned, either is a ground breaker, every, every other person is just following suit. It doesn't, it, it doesn't discredit our results or what she had achieved. The same thing happens in every industry. In Nigeria, for instance, um, or in every walk of life, whatever you, wherever in the world you are listening to me, because I'm aware that you are, you are listening to me in over 12, 12 nations in the world. So, if you look at your communities, your nations, there are people who are groundbreakers, that their successes led to the rise of other people. He gave them permission to express themselves. And that is how God works. So when God calls one person, he disciplines that person, he chastises that person, he corrects that person. He makes sure that this person becomes all that he designed him to be so that other people can find expression through that person. That's why in the book of Isaiah, I think it was uh, 53 or 54, or I think it's 53, it says that he called Abraham as one. As one. So when God wants to change a nation, he calls one man. And that one man goes about replicating the system of God. And people begin to acclimatize with that system as a norm. So, personal leadership is very important if you're going to if you're going to achieve greatness in life, if you're going to be fulfilled. You don't have to wait till things get bad before you begin to take initiatives. You know, I remember a conversation recently and someone was saying that um, well, a, a public, uh, a, a, um, an influencer actually, but he was being realistic, he was being honest with himself, he was saying that each time, he noticed that each time he, he fulfills an obligation of paying his bills, greater expenses arises and a statement that really seemed like that's how it should be. I don't know what prompted me. I just responded and I said to him, No, you know, I realized that sometimes, yes, when you're starting up, you have a struggle to keep up with reality. But if you've gotten to a point after a decade, for instance, me, I got to a point after a decade of working, I came to my I came to myself, I said, to him, I can't continue like this, or else I will die like this. So I needed to refine how I work how best to get the greatest reward for my energy, for my efforts, for the things that I put my whole attention and results in. So the most important reality about personal leadership is this. It helps you to fine-tune where you are going wrong and helps you to fine-tune where, where you are doing better or where you, where you should do better. 
and it helps you to acknowledge what you are doing right. So personal leadership is like your own personal assessment. You know, if you are in the, if you are in a room with a mirror naked, you can say to yourself that this is the reality of my life right now. How do I leave this reality and get to the next phase of my life? That is personal leadership. Personal leadership is you beating inertia, inertia of delay, inertia of um, um, your environment or challenges that life presents you as an adult or young adult. So even a teenager these days have their own challenges. So everyone has to do with everyone living has to deal with challenges. But what keeps you on top of your game is personal leadership. Because there are certain problems, and this is one of the benefits I benefited from the fact that I attended a boarding school. You know, in a boarding school, you are availed with what you should be doing at every at every instance, anyways. So, in most cases, really, in most cases, you already knew how your day would go. But then, most of us were just living our lives because we thought maybe they were being harsh, you know, that uh, some of us we broke those rules. But as time began to evolve, I, I discovered that so, so many people that took advantage of that regiment lifestyle, most of them are actually better off in reality right now. So I realized that my own case was that failure taught me a lesson. And I, and I decided to find a system that worked myself. It was personal leadership that made me... I was given a scripture, Psalms 19, and I saw that night unto night reveals knowledge or wisdom. And I discovered that every time I read, when I wake up very early in the morning, I grasp things better. I can attempt greater things. I can even do a full day's work in the first four hours that I wake up. That's how much level of concentration that my personal leadership has made me to realize. I don't need to divulge all this information, but I needed to share this so that you understand that I'm not talking about theories. I'm not talking about what I don't do. I'm talking about what I have found to be true. Everybody needs that iota of personal leadership. For instance, in our world today, let's say all the governments in the world are doing fantastic. They are doing what they ought to do. We still need personal leadership in our families, in our business, in our day-to-day activities to prevent an accident on the road, to prevent our communities from getting destroyed, to prevent somebody from fighting with you. It takes personal leadership for you to ignore a conversation that is beneath you. It takes personal leadership to choose your battles in life. It takes personal leadership to know what concerns you in this life and what doesn't concern you. It takes personal leadership to know when to move, when to stand still, to know what to do part time. The Bible says the sons of Issachar understood the times. That is personal leadership. And personal leadership in the kingdom of God, one of the key sustainability plan of God is that a spirit that that is embedded in his word, in fellowship with him, keeps impressing like a compass guiding you to your destination even when you think you know the way or when you, even when you don't know the way 
it still ensures that all things will work together for the fulfillment of your purpose so sometimes i've seen you know i've seen god say things to me and the other parties were not at the same level of understanding or probably they didn't catch the frequency and i realized that in our christian work god is speaking but people are not listening people are listening to themselves they are doing whatever it is that they want to do and later they don't blame god that god is not or god is the problem of the universe no the bible says in psalms 82 that ye are gods he only says he only says that we we um, oh, gods will die like men men when we fall short of the glory of god That's what he meant by us being created in his image. You're like God. And only a God begets a small g God. You, are, you have his nature. I know you might, have, you might have been thinking about it in the course of your um, stories about traditional gods and all of that. But all those things are actually your identity in God. Like begets like. If you are from God, you know, only time will tell because people will see it. If you if you are faking it, time will tell. People will see it. So personal leadership is your responsibility towards life. How do you see life? How do you manage your situations? You know, who has the final say in your life? Who are you accountable to? I tell you for free. The highest level of accountability is between you and God conversations that you could you scrutinize everything that you do because i'll give you an instance now if you notice there's no being that lives within the division of god's principles that really break, breaks the law except it's a trap because his laws are actually in alignment with all the constitutional laws of all nations except from which until laws like they did in the days of daniel that, that they were trying to stop somebody from praying and the people that tried to enact that law entered the, the hole that they, that they dug. So there's really nothing happening around the world today that doesn't that hasn't happened before. God is God is in charge, is in control. So all you need to do is to have personal leadership. Own your life. Decide to pray. Have a relationship with God. Focus on what matters. Build a career that pays your bills. Because God doesn't bless you without the works of your hand. And if you are into business, it's right challenging at the beginning. But once you beat inertia, the possibilities is between you and God, really. And if you are into gig economy, you can always freelance and make money as well. So we are seeing people have actually wealth is actually freedom. The difference between someone that is rich and wealth is that wealth avails you freedom to enjoy your riches. You can be rich and not have freedom. That's the difference between what I'm rich for me, basically. That's my own definition. So, as bowed and I closed, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that I ask honestly and with every sense of humility that it gives us grace to understand our life, our life's assignment, to understand what doesn't work for what doesn't work for us and what works for us. To understand how best to navigate life. 
and to apply those principles that we've learned in our lives. In Jesus' wonderful name, we are afraid. So I pray for anyone listening to me that wants to give their life to Christ, that wants to know Jesus, that feels like they need a relationship. Even if you are in the deepest shit right now, I forgive me for using that word, because somebody listening to me needs to hear that word, because that's what you understand. I can tell you for free, for free, because mercy is bigger than your problem or whatever it is you find yourself. God can always turn your mess into a message. So it's all about you to ready to, to just, just surrender the stuff to him. Just say the word after me. Heavenly Father, I believe that you sent your son to die on the cross of Calvary for my sake. I pray that you help me enjoy the dividends of having a relationship with you. Help me enjoy your presence. Help me enjoy the reality of knowing you and living well on the face of the earth. In dominion, in authority, and in your kind of good success. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Same time, same time next week and on Sundays, 8.30 a.m. God bless you.